Welcome to the Woman with Purpose podcast. I'm Ivy. And I'm Shia. We're two Nigerian sisters on a mission to help you grow your relationship with God. So you can find your purpose, walk in your purpose, and live the blessed life you've always dreamed of. Get comfy, take some notes, and come along with us. You too can become a woman with purpose. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Woman with Purpose podcast. Let's hope you still remember my voice. This is Ivy speaking. And of course, (laughs) I have with me. And this is Shia. Hi, everyone. So let me tell you something. Shia and I were just kind of, we went on Apple Podcasts and we're just kind of looking to see, you know, we know it wasn't too long ago since we recorded our last episode. And, hmm. 10 months ago was when we recorded our last episode. We were shook. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Shook is an understatement. I mean, what's what's worse than shook? Let me tell you something, you know. And so in this, I guess, pre-episode, preview episode, we really just want to give you some life updates so that, Um, you know, you know exactly what was going on in our lives over the past 10 months. And then we're just going to give you a little bit of insight into, you know, season two and what you can expect from us. Shia, why have we been going 10 months? Well, you know, (laughs) it's been a lot. I think for Ivy and I there, and Ivy will say her part, but there've been like life, major life changes and you know, sometimes when you're going through a lot, you're like, oh my gosh, you're trying to focus on this, on that. And at some point we were like, we looked at the time frame, and I don't even know, it's what, August? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? But to make this story, long story short, I recently actually, so back in last year, I, I ended up losing my job. So I got laid off, which is like, oh my gosh, you know, But I I will start this story off because, you know, when you hear losing your job, I feel like this was a divine intervention for me. I remember working and like me praying, God, please, like I feel, you know, when you feel there's something more like this Mm. can't be it. And I remember Mm. thinking before I lost my job, I remember thinking this cannot be it. Like, Like, I feel like there's something more. And I was praying and I'm like, but I haven't really gone through, like, I haven't gone through anything besides my divorce, but I'm like, God, I haven't really seen your hand to where I know I prayed. I know I did this. I know. And then I see the results. You know how people have those testimonies where you're like, oh, I fasted and I prayed because I never had a personal relationship with God. I remember thinking this because God was reminding me throughout this (laughs) time. And I remember one morning I opened up the scripture that says God's doing a new thing. And he says, he's going to spring it forth. Like, can't you see, right? And I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, God's doing a new thing. This is before I lose my job. God's doing a, a new thing. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where is the million dollars? Maybe I should go, you know, play right. the, the lottery. Let me go play lottery real fast. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> this new thing is about to change my life. Yes, it did change my life. We went on the phone call. I had a man, my manager had a phone call. And we're thinking, oh, this is just a regular you know, meeting, nothing, nothing to worry about. 
And before the manager starts talking, I literally hear, what if you lose your job? What are you oh. going to do? Wow. I know. And I'm like thinking, oh, I rebuke you, Satan. Get behind <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm not losing oh, my gosh. job because this is not this is not that. I'm like thinking, okay, you know how something's still in your heart? You're like, listen. And I kid you not, five minutes after that voice, the manager gets on the phone and they're like, uh, we're going to be actually laying off half of the department. We don't know yet. It's going to take a month because we're going to have to do interview. And this whole time, I'm still like, oh, I'm not losing my job. I rebuked this. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, a month later, guess what? I lost my job. But I think God was trying to prepare me in that moment is for the part that is going to come that I, you know, sometimes if things just happen out of nowhere, you're going to be like so shocked. But sometimes Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit will take you through the wilderness, as we see in Jesus after, you know, he has this glorious moment where he Mm -hmm. hears, this is my beloved son and who I am well pleased. What what happens, right? He gets gets led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. Like what? (laughs) But God. No, it's not. So God prepares us. I know sometimes you only want to hear the good, good things, but God prepares us for what's to come. And it is going to end up being good, right? In the beginning, Mm -hmm. trust me, I was crying. Even when I heard you lost your job, I remember the day that it said, oh, you were one of the people. I was crying. Like I just lost somebody, you know, devastated. Um, And that just kept progressing to the point where my God, what is going on? I thought this new thing was going to be me getting promoted, me getting a million dollars. But I realized this fast forward, I lost my job back in March and I've been applying, applying, applying. And this is going to be a very vulnerable, hopefully help somebody that you may be in my situation. I don't know. But I felt, I felt like I couldn't tell this testimony unless it's completely done. But at some point, if you keep waiting and waiting and waiting, you might be missing out on how, how you can be blessing others with the mm. journey because it's not where the destination, it's the process, right? Mm. And it's the journey God is trying to take us through that he wants us to learn from and to share. Sometimes he wants your testimony to be done and then you can share it, but sometimes mm. it's the process, right? And yeah. I even remember thinking, I lost my job. How am I going to do women with purpose? What is this? And back last year, back in March, and he was like, no, your identity is not in your job. Your identity yeah. is in me. And that's something I had to learn because I had been working for this company for 11 years, like promotion after promotion. So it was not like I was a bad, you know, worker, but yeah. my identity became in what I did. And God was trying to shift my perspective on who I was and who I am in him. And he was really molding me. And even when I was getting rejected and rejected by companies afterwards, and I, was, I kept applying, I kept, I would go to one, two, you know, the third interview, they would say, no, no, no. But I'm realizing fast forward, because sometimes when things are happening, you can't get a perspective until you come through it. Right. And you look back and you reflect. And I was Mm -hmm. reflecting, I'm like, Oh my God, I do have this spirit of rejection. And this is from childhood. Mm -hmm. You know um, my dad passed away when I was nine and my mom, I thought, uh, you know, that she didn't want me. So the rejection was deep, deeply rooted 
And God is trying to get that out of me because it mm. cannot go to, it mm. cannot go with me to the next season of my life rejection <laughs> because you will get rejected. Trust me. And if you're affected by any like rejection from anyone, you're not going to be able to progress forward. And God has to clear things out of you before you can move forward. Mm. So that's what he's been showing me too. There will be nights where I would just cry because I would think about so much rejection from childhood and there'll be night after I put the kids to bed, I would be bursting out crying and crying. And I realized uh, my life coach was like, that's when God is trying to remove something in you. She's like, embrace the process. Don't think you're crazy when you're crying and crying Mm -hmm. and crying. God Mm -hmm. is trying to get rid of things that are in you. And, you know, and, and, and fast forward to this year, I, I felt like I should move to Bakersfield. California, um, and not me, because I would not. Bakersfield was my last option. <laughs> I would never move to Bakersfield. Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> and just for context, I, was living. She was living in Arizona, so it was a whole new state too. Yeah, exactly. So I, I originally went to school in Bakersfield. You know, Cal State Bakersfield. Woo-hoo, no one knows that, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Um, you know, I already was familiar. It's a small town. There's really nothing here, a uh, small city rather. And I remember thinking like, you know, why am I moving to Because I kept hearing this since last year. You're supposed to be there. You're going to be there. You're going to be there. And I heard it was only a path. It was not my final destination. God was trying to, it's a path for me to my final destination, right? Where he's taken me. That sounds scary. Final destination. <laughs> sorry. Oh gosh, those movies are the I worst. Diverse. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I went. Uh, yes. Okay. Focus. So, um, I, I, I finally, I finally listened to the voice. God was aligning. Because sometimes, let me say this real quick. Sometimes, when God's showing you something, you have to get details on when. You know, when are you supposed to go? And there are other people that are in your story. So, if you think about a story. You're, you might be the main character, but there's mm-hmm. other roles. There's other supporting people in your story that God is not going to just leave behind. The, the, God is taking care of everyone that is surrounding you. So I felt I didn't realize how it affected every single person that was connected to me until mm-hmm. he started to align their path to where it was not going to be destructive to them if I just made that move. Mm-hmm. And this year... Um, I felt in my spirit move. And now this whole time that I've been unemployed, I've been, I've been helping out with my church that, you know, that is here. And I have a church in Arizona. I have a church in Bakersfield. So I've been helping. He reconnected. And we'll save this for another time because I want Ivy to get to hers. We'll go more in detail, but this is just a major, this is just a life update. So now I'm in Bakersfield because I, I obey the voice of God and I'm mm-hmm. seeing him move in different ways and we'll, we'll do a part two so that way we can really give the intricate details i would want to tell you about how god showed up in you know those months where i was unemployed and how the revelation that i got to speak life into my finances and the things that i saw him manifest so i'll let ivy go and then we can talk about that in another episode oh you've been busy so, <laughs> <laughs> my life update you know when when I looked up today to see when we last published an episode and I saw October, 2021, and now we're in August of 2022, I was, 
I was shocked, you know, because my life has been moving so fast. It took me a moment to even realize what have I been doing over the past 10 months? So for me, I also had a, a move and it was a quick move and it felt very scary. So a little bit of um, context for you. Um, so I live with my husband and my kids and my parents have been with us for a long time now. So it's a full household. But over the past year, my husband has been traveling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He's a businessman. And so he, he, he well, recently has been traveling a lot. And every time he travels, it kind of knocks me off balance because that hasn't been our usual pattern, at least over the last five years. Prior to that, he was in the military. So him leaving was the norm. But after he retired from the military a few years ago, there was a little bit more stability. And so now it's like, oh my gosh, he's gone a lot. So he'll leave, come mm -hmm. back, come back. And anybody who knows, you know, even with kids, every time he leaves, there's a change in the dynamic. So I have often felt like almost like a boat that's just like rocking in the waves back and forth, back and forth. Every time I have, you know, my feet under me, he leaves and then things are rocky. And then there've been so many different situations going on with him, you know, as he was gone. So it's like, I've been in constant prayer for 10 months mm. and prayer. Yeah trying to be emotionally stable, trying to keep my head. And um, my day job, I'm a therapist. So I run my private practice. And anybody who runs a small business knows like it, it, there's a lot, right? It's not a nine to five. Like it's a, I don't know, three to three. I don't know. You're, you're always, you're always, you feel like you're always working. There's always something to be done. So I'm trying to keep the kids stable. I'm trying to support my husband. I'm trying to support my business. I'm trying to you know, support my own self, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I have my parents with me. And they also went through a lot of different issues, medical stuff. And so my life, I, I have felt for the past year. Yeah, because I'm sorry, because you were taking care of your mom because after yes. and yeah, after a major surgery. So surgery. I remember I be calling and is like trying to, to, you know, help her mom there. I, I can attest to you being so busy <laughs> even earlier this year. I'm like, how is she even doing it all? So, yes, that's yeah. it's been Go a lot. Yeah. So both of my parents had surgery, had major surgery in one year. So then I go from wife raising two kids to husband gone, raising two kids, taking care of two parents at the same time. There's doctor's appointments. There's just, I, it, look, let me tell you something. It, it almost it has felt like my life hasn't stopped, right? And what I have learned in this season, like how Shia was talking about how she's dealing with the spirit of rejection. I've had this thing, this almost independent spirits that that has that's my thing right I've, I've always been the girl who I don't ask people for help I don't like to depend on people for anything I will overwork myself till I fall down and nobody around me will be able to even tell that I'm overwhelmed like that's just the kind of person that I am I just I go and go and go until the wheels fall off and I always thought it was a positive thing but over the past 10 months I've seen that is not necessarily the way we're supposed to live as Christians as Christians we're supposed to live in fellowship with others we're supposed to live in community. We're supposed to be able to ask for help. We're supposed to be able to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and in the sight of our brothers and sisters. We're supposed to rest. Like that is part of Christianity, right? Resting is good. You know, God rested on the seventh day. And I think that was an example for us. Like 
it's okay for you to rest and relax. Not every day, hustle, hustle, hustle. So over the past 10 months, I have been forced to be vulnerable, like more vulnerable than I typically would. Because typically I'm the kind of person that if you ask me, how are you? I say, fine. And then I ask you, how are you? And then I start taking care of you. It is actually my career as a therapist, right? So not only is it something I struggle with personally, but it's actually my profession. It's all about the other person. And I have learned and been stretched over the past 10 months that it's okay to say, I am tired. I need to go and sleep. Can you help me? I don't know. I don't feel like researching it. Can you research it for me? And it's been rough. And then, so we used to live in California also. And over the past two years, my husband and I have felt this pull to move to Texas. And a question people have asked me a lot is, so what's in Texas? And I'm like, nothing specific isn't like, we're not going to go meet anyone. Like there's no like job we're going to find in Texas. Like there's nothing specifically that we're going to see in Texas, but it is a prayer that I feel like is being answered. You know, there are a lot of things going on with my kids, education wise and school and community wise. And it really did feel after praying for years that Texas was the direction we were supposed to go. Um, we were supposed to move early summer but my husband was gone and things were going on and he was stuck abroad and wasn't going to be able to come back. And so I had to figure out how to move two kids across country in a very short amount of time so that they can start school. It was chaos. Let me just tell you, it felt so chaotic. There were days when I was just like, how on earth am I going to do this? Like I never moved cross country before. Last time I moved was before my kids were born. So I, it's been over a decade, <laughs> but that situation led me to pray like I've never prayed before and fast like I've never fasted before. And God showed up. It doesn't mean that the journey was easy. The journey was not easy. It was difficult. There were tears shed. I was overwhelmed. I felt like giving up. But somehow God made a way and I was able to figure out how to get the kids to Texas. Today we're in Texas. My daughter has started school. My son will start school tomorrow. And I was forced to ask multiple people for help. And I realized I didn't die. I didn't die. <laughs> so yes, you're still alive. I can be looking at her right now. <laughs> but you know, I think part two, we should really go into the miracles. And mm. we should really talk about like how we saw the hand of God yes. in those in those times in the process, mm. even with your journey to Texas. Yeah. I think there was like beautiful, Oof. you know, testimony that we can give. So that yes. way it encourages you that if you're in that, you know, part of your life, or even if you're maybe you might be in that process, you might be, that might be your season, wherever you are, maybe God is telling you to move, or maybe you are in the process of moving, you're in the process of changing jobs, you're in the process of being unemployed, whatever it is, yeah. but we would like to give you some of the miracles and, and, mm -hmm. and, and just share some testimonies of what God has specifically done for both of us. And that way it would encourage you. But I want to say this because if you, if you're listening to this, we may, <laughs> we allow the chaos of our life, even though it's like chaos that is, is supposed to help us grow because there's no way yeah. we're going to change. If we are comfortable, right. it's only when you become uncomfortable mm -hmm. that you are able to grow. Right. So 
but I, we would like to speak to the whole when chaos comes and it affects your purpose. Because as you see, we didn't do anything with women purpose. We may have done some things on Instagram. Our, our vision kind of changed and shifted mm-hmm. to just Instagram. And we forgot about the podcast and we kept planning, yeah. but we're like, oh, we're going to have it. We're going to do it in March. And then March came and things happened. But yeah. one thing you want to realize is sometimes chaos is going to pull you away from what your vision or your purpose is if you allow it, right? It is a huge distraction. And the way you don't get distracted is to be still. Because if you think of chaos, there's so much things going on. It's like constant movement around you, right? From the left, in the right, the front, the center, whatever. But stillness in the presence of God allows you, even though the chaos is going on, allows you to be present, allows you to get what God needs to download in you for the vision. And even to help you through, you know, the times that you're going through. So uh, what would you like to add to that, Ivy? You know what? You're right. Because we had a clear plan. We were supposed to release season two a few months ago. We've actually, funny enough, recorded some of the episodes of season two. Like, it's not not downloaded, right? But I, in my heart, was feeling like, my life is feeling chaotic right now. I cannot possibly pour into somebody else, which is a lie from the pit of hell. The Bible <laughs> never said you cannot help and uplift people in your time of need. Like that is not biblical at all, right? And I think one takeaway for myself is that my life does not have to be perfect, sound perfect, look perfect. One thing that I will be more committed to here at Women With Purpose is sharing more of the not so pretty parts of my life, because I think that's very, very important. I don't want you guys to feel like I have it all figured out and everything is always in alignment with me. No, I have seasons where I'm stressed out. I have seasons where I'm happy. I have seasons where I'm sad. And I think it's important that I share that part of my life with you all, because I think it will definitely encourage you. Um, One thing that is very important, and I think that I did not do, was to, when you hear about write the vision and make it plain, we wrote the vision. We did. We actually wrote it. But I didn't ever put it in a place where I could see it every day, right? The vision was tucked away somewhere in my computer and I wasn't opening up the document every day. So Women Would Purpose, the podcast part, quickly just kind of slipped out of my mind because I was in that season of chaos and storms. Um, So I would encourage you, number one, have somebody to hold you accountable Number two, put systems in place for you to actually get things done. So we never actually put it on the calendar release episode. We just kind of set it in our minds and we wrote it down, but we never actually went back and looked back at the document. And like Shia said, be still. Take time away from the storm. It could be five minutes a day where you just go sit. Just sit and be quiet and be in the presence of God. God will provide you with comfort. He provides you with wisdom. He kind of will tell you, okay, here are the next steps that you need to do in your life. Don't be like me where I waited until I had no possible choice before I had to go and start asking people for help, right? Like I typically waited until like I had no choice but to go and start begging people to help me. You don't have to get there. You know, your your test doesn't have to feel so overwhelming. Anything yeah. 
No, I agree with that because sometimes we mix culture and religion or our spirituality. Because I think about culture, like when you're going through things, especially in Nigerians, oh my goodness, there's, we're so secretive. <laughs> we are very hardcore and we're secret keepers and you don't be asking people yeah. for help because you don't know and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, because when you go, like you're going through things and I think, I don't know what it, it is about being vulnerable and just yeah. having people know that this is what I'm going through. So what, like Ivy said, Sometimes we're like, uh, should I share this? But that's a good commitment that we will share every single part. Because I think about Paul when he's in jail. Was he, wasn't he ministering? Behind he it. was writing letters. He was, yes. yeah, he was behind bars. Yes. Still putting forward the gospel of Christ, yes. taking care of the church. Like, come on. There is, mm-hmm. That is an example that there should be nothing to stop what God has placed in your heart. I remember I was convicted recently by Stephanie E.K.'s um, sermon where she was talking about sometimes we think the vision or when we think of a thought that comes in our head, we think, oh, it's just from us. And then we're not good stewards of that. We procrastinate. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, this is heaven back. Like heaven has put it, God has put it in you. And that's yeah. why sometimes we think, oh my gosh, I thought about that. And you see someone else doing it. It's because mm-hmm. Yes, you may have thought about that. God put it in you, mm-hmm. but you procrastinated. You didn't mm-hmm. move on it. And it's going to, God's word is going to, it's going to come forth, but it might yeah. not come forth through you. So we definitely mm-hmm. know that God has called us to do this. And we want to be faithful, you know, stewards mm-hmm. of what he has put in our hands. So, yes. So here is what you can expect from us. There will be a season two. I know you're not going to have to wait 10 months. <laughs> you're not going to have to wait 10 months. We want this to be interactive, by the way. So if there's anything that we're saying that touches you, and please put it in the comments. Come join us on Instagram at Woman With Purpose Podcast. Come join us. We really, really love to, you know, talk to you and get feedback from you and get to know you so that you can get to know us as well. Um, We will be releasing episodes every other week in season two. Um, We will be a lot more vulnerable. You're going to get to know us a lot more and we'd love to get to know you a lot more because yes, we're women with purpose, but we're not women without problems. We're not women without tests, right? Tests help us get to our testimony. Um, So that's what you can expect from us. And yes, we'll do a part two where we really, really, really will dive into our testimony, our relocation story, how we got here and how we're still able to be standing and smiling. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you in part two. Stay tuned, everyone.